Happy Tag Tuesday. Happy almost Christmas. Ha- I- Thank you, Denise. I'm Ann Police. Oh, and I'm Denise Cooper. We are two average girls, and the countdown to Christmas is on. Six days. Six days away. Have you done all your Christmas shopping? Are you done? I have done most of it, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's little things I'm waiting for to get in the mail. Yeah. Um, did you go to any stores to do your Christmas shopping? Not yet. I haven't gone to one Not store. one. It's my goal. I haven't gone to one store mm-hmm. to do any... Oh, I take that back. I went shopping for miscellaneous things. We had a brunch, mm-hmm. a Sunday brunch with my family. Mm-hmm. And I wanted some little decorations or I was looking for placemats, like just yeah. random things. Yeah. So I did go into a store and it felt good to be in like highly decorated little boutiques where yeah. everything is smells good and they got <laughs> wassail on the stove. You know, like that, you know, they have yeah. all this whole thing and it mm. smells like Christmas in this store. And I walked in there this year though, and this is me getting old. I was like, there's too much crap in here. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm feeling like that in my own life. Mm-hmm. I'm going through the boxes. As you know, you've walked into my house and I still have Christmas boxes in there because I'm not putting everything on the tree like I used to. Right. I'm getting rid of ornaments that mean really nothing to me. You have to. Because I just, it doesn't make sense to keep all this stuff. I'm storing it, bringing it out, storing it, bringing it out. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Yeah. It is one of those things, and I don't subscribe to the whole Maria Kondo situation, no. but d- you have to look at stuff, especially at Christmas, and go, is this really bringing me any joy? Or is it bringing anybody else joy? I One That's of the things true. that I have right now is I have a lot of ornaments. I gave some of them to my couple of my kids last year. Yeah. They're personalized ornaments. My mother used to get them for them, or they had them from school, mm-hmm. or you know, a Sunday school teacher, or somebody at primary gave them something, and I have those specifically for my eldest son and I just put them on the tree because it, it did bring me joy yeah but I think he needs to have him in his own home now. right right so I need to like before I probably just need to give it to him mm. and say here you go yeah. I'm going to pass a torch <laughs> to his wife and say it's up to you to keep the memory alive right <laughs> if you choose to do so right if you choose to do so that's the thing then what if they are like this stuff's trash right that's what I was worried about I know and and I'm like but if it doesn't matter to them I guess it doesn't matter to them you don't want it back you're not going to put a contingency on it no I if I'm going to give it if, if I ask them if they want it and they take it I just have to be hopeful that they'll do it be good stewards of the christmas i mean it's nothing that's (laughs) worth any money no it's it's ugly cute well part of the the part of the thrill or the joy of christmas to me is tradition yeah and the tree has evolved because i've changed colors for trees Mm -hmm. and stuff but those ornaments don't change no i always have i can't have all matching ornaments i have kind of a theme Mm mm-hmm and I have a color going on with some of the plastic ornaments that just go up there just to give color. And I have lights. But I have all those funky, you know, no. ornaments from Hallmark and all over the place. I'm still back on it can't match. What do you mean? What Did you, you mean? say the, the ornaments can't match? Is that what you said? What I said is they don't all match. There's they some people who match, do yeah. their, you know, they make their Christmas tree look like a department store tree. I'm raising my hand. Oh, oh got you. <laughs> That's yeah. my tree in I, my front room. And, and I appreciate that. Don't Thank get you. me wrong. Thank you. But for me, I don't have the bandwidth to put up two trees. And this tree, I mean, I've put poinsettias in mine. Mm-hmm. I've put greenery, extra greenery in mine, berries. I'll do a little bit of something here and there. I've tagged ribbon, beautiful bows that go down it. For the most part, I just want it to look homey. Mm-hmm. That's all. I want mm-hmm. the, you have two trees though. You I have, have a confession one. to make here on the Two Average Girls that. podcast. I have three now. Oh. And I feel like I might be overindulgent and <laughs> a little bit of a jerk. No, you love Christmas. No, and I love Christmas. If you're willing but... to store it, mm-hmm. save it, mm-hmm. and then bring it out every year, mm-hmm. more power to you. No, I am. 
I'm willing to do that. And I'm I'm also willing to uh, ask and hire people to help me do that. So today we are we are celebrating Christmas again today. Last week we had a fun that it, I'm I don't mean to pat myself on the back. <laughs> it was such a fun podcast to do whether or not it was fun to listen to. I don't know, but we, it was so fun to do. We did a weird news, kind of interesting news Christmas. Factoids. Factoids about Christmas, and it was super fun. If you haven't gone back and, if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it because there's some interesting factoids in there that I was really impressed that we found. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, and for me, listening to it, some people will be like, why do I need to know this? Listen, you're going to be at a party one day. Yeah. Or you're going to be out to dinner with friends. Right. You could just drop a few of these things and you will really impress them. It's better than talking about a, a serial killer or something like that, which is my go-to <laughs> at a party. You know, it's like, have you heard about so-and-so? And then they get you that weird look and start kind of backing out of the room They're slowly. like, she's got a problem. She's weird. So she's- this might be better for your Christmas conversation to have a few extra little things to talk about. Now, I am sitting in a room. This is our podcast room, our yes. recording room. And I am surrounded by... Well, I wanted to say woodland creatures. That's not right. No. I am surrounded by fluffy, plush, plush, adorable, cute-faced uh, figurines. Movable. Movable. Singers. Singing figurines. They're like stuffed animal, mm-hmm. movable figurines. And they all play a Christmas tune. They're all Christmas-themed. Mm-hmm. We, even, we even have a Dalmatian, which is not inherently Christmas. But you pop a Santa hat on that dog. And it's a Christmas dog. Do you notice anything about that dog that might be a little bit more unique other than just the hat? It's, well, it's deformed. It's got a booty problem. That's right. You want to know why? <laughs> why? What's the issue with his boot? I don't mean to say that says Christmas, but I'm just going to tell you that my grandson picked that out on Amazon last year. Okay. We spent a good half an hour looking at all kinds of musical animals. Like, yeah. And he wanted that Dalmatian. He didn't understand what it was saying. I did, and I bought it because I laughed my butt off. Uh, literally. This Dalmatian <laughs> has, let's put it this way, it has a twerkable booty. My grandson loves that part of it. It's hilarious. Um, he picked out this one, which plays B- Blake Shelton. Sure. Now, the beautiful <laughs> thing about all of this is I put these in a box mm-hmm. and I let my grandkids put them out. And mm-hmm. we always put them here in this room because they're not they're not like the shining stars of Christmas. You don't want these sitting out in the entryway. The grandkids yeah. love them. And Henry specifically doesn't like to just listen to one uh-oh or two no 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 we have to listen to all of them at the same time that they and they all play a different song like the and blake they all shelton, move the blake shelton one mm-hmm. which i might add it's a santa claus dressed in a camouflage mm-hmm. overcoat yeah. as a, as a blake shelton type of country guy as and that and then he's singing his christmas song that he sings with yeah. his wife how many do we have here four eight We have about 12, 12 of these little plush guys. So I can imagine when they're all going at the same time, Henry must be loving his life. We'll post it on our Instagram and you'll get a flavor for how Fun Friday goes for me in the month of December. A lot of Advil, maybe some Tylenol happening. You know, I just take it in and I say, (laughs) you know what? His mom wouldn't let him do this probably, but I will. We even have a bear that looks like Elvis and it sings... What? I can't remember what he sings. Oh, yeah, that, that one like that. Yeah, <laughs> we also have a hound dog. You sure. ain't nothing but a hound dog over there. His the, ears flip around. Everyone's gonna love these. But do you this have is a, Christmas to me? Do you have a favorite one? Do you have one that? Yeah, you, I like the rapper one. The rapper? What does he rap? Wait, Denise is gonna go over, and she's gonna grab the the one. This is one of the oldest ones we have. Okay, and he looks like a rapper, a snowman. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. Just the shakalaka. You know we're getting down. You know it's happening. Wow. That's amazing. We're collecting the unique ones. So if uh, anybody has a, we bought this. We bought the the newest ones. We bought was Yoda and Blake Shelton. What is Yoda sing? Yoda doesn't sing. He just walks around and kind of does this little funky... Like a Yoda thing? Yeah. 
but he's he's got his Christmas outfit on. He's so really he's, cute. Yeah, he's, he's a really cute baby Yoda, but he's super cute. Yeah. So, so okay, we're gonna definitely record that <laughs> after we're done with the show, and we're gonna post that on our Instagram, Two Average Girls Podcast, and you are going to sound love it. on, sound on, sound up, and sound on. Okay, so we're gonna post video of all the little creatures happening. I forgot to tell you though, I brought you a gift with me today. And I snuck it in here before you before you came in to the room. What? There's it's a can look at this box. Can you see this thing? How did you get that in here? <laughs> I came in before you knew I was here. Anyway, um, this that's box, big. It's big. You got me a big present. It's, I didn't. Get I it. love it. I, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm so excited. It's not from me. It's not from me. This is from my brother. What? Who, uh, yes, who you've heard me talk about? In Alaska. Alaska brother. His name is. He has a name. His name is Ken. I love Ken. We love Ken. He's the greatest. So he sent me this box. I kind of have an idea of what's in it, but I haven't seen one of these in person. So I'm very excited. So we're going to have a little opening. Okay. Okay. Are you ready to go Uh, ahead and like, this is our Christmas opening. We're opening a Christmas gift. Wow. So go ahead and narrate what I'm doing. Okay. So she's taking a big pair of scissors, which makes me a little nervous because- I know. I didn't have my opener. You caught me off guard by saying, do you have something to open a- present with and i didn't know what you were talking about well here we go okay that's exciting and this came from alaska it came from alaska yes i've never received oh yes i did i received one thing from alaska from your sister-in-law we got those shirts we got the shirts i just looked at the postage on this it cost him 89 dollars to send this from alaska what (laughs) ken ken you're the best okay oh my oh my gosh what is it these are so I can't sit at the microphone and see at the same cute. time. These are so cute. What is that? This is called a Bristol. Hold on. I have to take. There's three of them in here. What? Ken. You're crazy. Okay. Let me pull out the little. Thing. I just love the fact that somebody's thinking about us. These are called the Bristol Bay Brailer. B-R-A-L-E-R. It's a bag Okay, hold on. Let me read this. The Bristol Bay Brailer is owned and operated in Naknek, Alaska. Mm-hmm. We manufacture brailers, slush bags, and a variety of other commercial fishing products in our 40 by 60 shop. What? That's, that's how big it is. 40 <laughs> feet by 60 feet. Five owners and their families commercial fish in Bristol Bay, so we know fishing. I love this. We measure boats located at, in Naknek and Dillingham. Give us a call. So I think what a brailer is, this material. It's really cool. Is part of the, like a bladder from a fishing boat. Oh, and they recycle it? They recycle it. And they make these bags. Mm -hmm. This bag is cool. And I guess a lot of the ladies up in Naknik and in Alaska in general carry these bags because look, sand will go through them. They're water resistant. This is going to be good for the beach. I mean, I'm not going to Alaska anytime soon. Look how cute it is though. I like this one. There's a blue one. The blue is my color. colors. Yeah, this goes perfect with Denise's room right now that we're sitting in. Isn't that so cute? Oh my gosh, I'm dying. This is Merry Christmas, Anne. Oh, this is Merry Christmas, Denise, from Ken, Karen, and Kaylee. Oh, <laughs> it's so cute. That's so, so cute. fun. This is for Sam. Oh, Sammy got one. That's why there's three. Yay. I love it. Isn't that fun? Go on to, um, let's see, bristolbaybrailer.com. Is that what it is? We can post it. Dot com. We will post pictures of this. These are the cutest things. It's a slush bag, a truck bed liner. They have the brailer bags, the net bag. They have, I think this is a tote. I think the tote, it's perfect. This is going to be perfect for the beach. It's so This cute. is perfect for grandma day. Mm-hmm. This is perfect for anything. I mean, I can put a water bottle in there yeah. if it... If it's it pops wet, open, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. See, look at this picture. That's the brailer bag. Oh, yeah. So they're pulling, I think they're pulling like fish out of a boat where, they're, where they've, they've been fishing. They're storing it. I sound like such an idiot. I'm yeah. so sorry. The people that I've known of or know from there are resilient and they are mm. innovative, right? Like this is like they're taking something and they're making it into something else and they're selling it. That is cool. It's cool. Alaska ingenuity. I love it. They solve problems. It's practical, but also good looking. It's super cute. The band on it is, what would you call that? That is like, it's almost like a seatbelt material, it but is. it's not. It, yeah. It's nicer looking than a seatbelt. It is. It's like a, 
It's I, just good. It's good. I like these little hooks. The little there's grommets. Little, there's little grommets. Yeah. I don't know exactly, but you could hook you could hook a lanyard through there and you keep your keys on there. there. It's good. So Ken, cute. Thank you for thinking of us. Yes. That is the sweetest thing. He's a tag bro. That's our first Christmas present <gasps> from Yay. a listener. Yay. Happens to be a family member. Well, don't care. Don't care. At least your family <laughs> listens. <laughs> thank you, Ken. Your family That's so is sweet. my family now. They are. Yeah, I'm going to because they listen. Now. Yeah, they want to adopt you. Oh, good. Yeah, they they love. There's Denise. plenty of to go around. There's plenty of Denise to go around. Please, good to know. please. I think Christmas is about giving, but receiving is really good. I love receiving. I especially do when too. It's a cute, fun little gift. Especially when somebody put thought into it. I know. Like I, I said, we've said it over and over again. People think we're high maintenance. They think that we won't like something. Guess what? I like everything. That's <laughs> true. And I appreciate things. Yeah. And I use things. I kind of can't stop looking at it. I know. They're so cute. They're so freaking cute. <laughs> we'll take some pictures and post these on uh, Two Average Girls podcast on Instagram. Have you been feeling at all stressed out? Not yet, but I might be as it gets. I Are mean, you anticipating that? No, I'm actually not. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of refusing it. What are your feelings? I, I have a little bit working, yeah. mm. um, being on that vacation coming back just being a little bit I think my expectations are too high that's one of the problems and so I was reading a little something and you know how you're reading an article online and then there's like a another little article and you can click on it and then you keep going down this rabbit hole well the rabbit hole I went down luckily wasn't just to look at purses and shoes which is usually the rabbit hole I'm going down good rabbit hole it is a nice rabbit hole and I should show you the picture of this one (laughs) purse from Jimmy Choo that I want but that's another story um I just got a purse so I don't need it you don't need another one no but I was really reading on realbuzz.com and real I would never be on realbuzz.com never heard but I went down the rabbit hole and I went to a place where it was the article was 10 tips for surviving Christmas. Oh. <laughs> yes. And since, you know, one of the one of the buzz uh, real buzz um articles was 10 healthy essentials for your Christmas stocking, 10 healthy ways to survive your office Christmas party. Okay, so there's a lot of t- lists and tips. And and I it really made me think people in general like I said, I had a friend that said, I hate December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think people hate it. And I think that it's all a mindset, right? Yeah. But sometimes you can't control it. Like I woke up in the middle of the last night and I was kind of stressed out. What were your thoughts? What were you thinking? My house isn't together. Okay, yeah. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's literally, and part of it is because I'm not just putting things in one room and just trying to get it clean. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go through it and make it so that next year it's easier for me. Right. It's so, so anyway, but the 10 tips, the first one, mm-hmm. plan ahead. Well, it's too late now. I know. If you're listening to this and you haven't planned ahead, you only have six days. It's never too late. No, that's true. It's not. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go, I didn't. I haven't gone to one store to get a gift. Mm-hmm. I've ordered everything online, and a lot of stuff can be next date. Yeah, it can be. And you know what? You might have to spend a little extra money. Worth it. Have you been to the South Coast, Coast Plaza nope. area recently? Nope. nope, not going. Stay away. <clears throat> I'm not going. So plan ahead. Second one is don't embarrass don't embarrass yourself at the Christmas party. At your Have work you Christmas been party. Been to a work Christmas party where someone has embarrassed themselves? No, because we own our own company and we do a family Christmas party with the snow. Yeah. And we don't serve alcohol. That's probably key. Uh, it is key. It is all about not serving alcohol, but it says you if you're doing that, don't go too far. Mm-hmm. Cuz you're going to live to regret it. Yeah. Obviously, if you don't care what an idiot you make of yourself, then go for it. You're fine. Nice. Here's my suggestion. Okay. You better care. You start caring. Because I'm telling you right now, you won't have a job later. It's true. Plus, the way it makes you feel in front of your peers. So much regret. Yeah, let's not do that. Mm, No. Christmas is too much fun. Mm -hmm. Number three, don't inflate your expectations. That's where I'm at. Okay. Self-expectation. Well, don't expect to create the perfect Christmas. you, You don't do that. You don't do that. I'm I'm hosting the brunch. Yeah. And quite honestly, when you're doing that, you you want to make it really nice. Because mm-hmm. you only do it every four or five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you want to put on your best. Okay. So, yes, I do. Okay. I do kind of do that. I'm a little surprised, but that's okay. I, I get what you're saying. I get it. It's, it says, don't do it. Don't land yourself in debt for the next 12 months. Again... A lot of this, people are trying to be something they're not. Yeah. You mm. don't need to do that. Mm-mm. Don't buy expensive gifts. Mm-mm. Just spending a bit of time together can be the best present. It, that's what so, it should be focused on. 
Yeah. Yeah. Number four, don't try and do everything. Meaning? If you're responsible for cooking or hosting that Christmas Day activities, mm-hmm. then don't take it upon all yourself. Why not ask a family member to bring something? Yeah. Totally doing that for the brunch. Yeah, as you should. I'm not the cook. I'm not a, the best cook. I know my limits. Yeah. I'm asking other people to bring certain things. Right. I know what I can do and I'm doing those. My forte and what I like is decorating my home. And it looks good. It does. But that's where I'm getting myself into trouble where it was, don't over inflate your expectations. Mm. Just settle down, Denise. No one cares. Calm down. No one cares. Okay. I, you know, I get it. Okay. Number five, everything in moderation. Mm. Christmas always seems to be about excess. Well, yeah, it is. You got three trees. It, it, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I not, feel trying like to, not trying to point out the obvious. I'm just saying, but more sometimes just is a lot more. It's just more. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is not much enjoyment in feeling the size of a padded Santa suit or stuffed as a fest- festival turkey. The best advice is moderation. Apply it to everything you eat, drink, and purchase. That's true. It's a good idea. Mm, it's a good right? idea. Rehydrate. If you have overdone it on the alcohol, then it is important for you to get yourself back on track Mm -hmm. make sure you hydrate we don't have this problem we don't but there is a i'm tired i'm exhausted i'm depleted for other reasons it doesn't have to do with alcohol and may i just give a plug to our friend jennifer down there at boost hydration if you live in orange county get yourself down to boost hydration down in newport beach an iv but yes if you don't live here in southern california you can get an iv hydration it makes I know people are like, that's a bunch of junk. No way. Listen, whatever it takes. Go do right? it. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Do what it takes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, get active the morning after. I agree. Number eight, sleep. Mm. Find time to make sure you get enough sleep. Good idea. Everyone needs seven to eight hours of sleep. Oh, please. When was the last time you had eight straight hours of sleep? I don't, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but here's the thing. If I don't get six or seven hours of sleep, I feel terrible take time off if possible plan your holiday so that you're not forced to go into work over the festive period try taking off before and or afterwards Mm -hmm. that way you have time to soak it in not be rushed there's nothing worse than coming home from work trying to get all your stuff done and knowing tomorrow is the big day that's hard it is hard everybody has that option not everybody has that option Mm -hmm. so you know plan ahead sure number 10 Mm -hmm. don't be on your own if you're concerned about lo- being lonely over Christmas, either being single or unable to spend it with your family, then do something about it now. Now, we're talking about the six days beforehand, mm-hmm. but even if you can't be with the people you really want to be with, don't stay home. Mm. A lot of people isolate during the holidays. Yeah. Because, and and here's the thing, if you feel like you know somebody from church, from your work, there's people who you're like, oh, she's single. I'm sure she's got somewhere to go. Yeah. She might not. She might not. Maybe talk to people. Yeah. My mom and dad, when I was young, used to go to the um, Marine base mm. in um, Santa No... Camp Pendleton? Camp Pendleton. Mm-hmm. And they used to pick up Marines for the day. What? And bring them home for Christmas dinner. Adopt a Marine? Adopt a Marine. And we'd have like four or five of them at our house eating dinner. Oh, that's so fun. It is because they're away from their families. Yeah, They're serving our country. Yeah. They don't have any place to be. They don't Mm want to eat from the mess hall, (laughs) wherever they're going to eat. The delicious turkey. Right. So I'm just saying, do that for everybody. So those are good tips. I like those tips. I I read the one about don't overextend or have the expectations that are unrealistic. And that kind of helped me. It made me feel like, okay, number one, I'm not the only one doing this because they're writing an article about it. Right. And number two, it makes sense. It does. So anyway. It does. I have a little article I want to share with you. This comes to us, of course, from the New York Post. Thank you, Post, for once again (laughs) fulfilling (laughs) all of our clever writing needs. The title of the... The uh, article is, I'm a profiler. Here's what your Christmas tree is telling the world about your personality. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) You have three. What does that say? Uh, It says I'm crazy. And I feel feel tree shamed in this room. I really do. I feel Christmas shamed. It's a safe place. Don't worry. Is it? Because it doesn't feel safe. It's fine. Okay. So um, from placement in the home to the level of creativity and care, the design flair or lack thereof, developing a profile for a range of popular tree styles etc trimming it bringing it back to life says a lot about who you are wow okay do you know these people that have a tiny tree like this one 
like a miniature tree? I've, I, I know my mom has done that before. Mm-hmm. I think if I was by myself or I didn't have small children or kids around, I might do something small like that. Let me tell you what the psychologist has to say about it. <laughs> I can't imagine. It's a true reflection of someone's personality Ooh. when they opt for the small tree. They don't like clutter. They like things to be dealt with in a very specific way. Organization is an important part of your day. And having a small tree acknowledges Christmas, but it doesn't take up too much space. Oh. So I'm like, well, okay, I get that. I, that seems pretty. But it doesn't say... I, when I first started reading this, I'm like, ooh, this is going to tell me, like, who's the serial killer? Right. No, it doesn't tell us that. Um, going down a little bit more, the tree is too big for the room. <laughs> Tiny room, giant tree. There is a problem, though. Are you overcompensating for something? You might be. A person who gets a tree that's too big for the room is overly ambitious. Oh. They are risk takers. Oh. Big risk takers. And they go overboard. Mm. Which, okay, tell me something I didn't know. Yeah. Um. The real tree. We had this conversation in our last podcast about real versus mm-hmm. faking it, right? The people who choose real classic trees tend to be very traditional. Mm-hmm. Their Christmas is often the same year in and year out. Presents get under the wow. tree at the same time, et cetera, et cetera. Some people sometimes open presents on Christmas Eve, but that is a mistake if you're a traditionalist. What's your What's your policy with that? We have not because we used to go to my dad's side of the family. And well, the kids used to be able to exchange gifts with my dad's side of the family. So mm-hmm. we would. But mm-hmm. my kids never opened gifts. My kids couldn't open gifts. On Christmas Eve? On Christmas Eve. When did no. they get their Christmas pajamas? We didn't really do Christmas pajamas when the kids were little. Oh, I see. Sorry. I wonder what I'm that says mom. about you. No. <laughs> I think they did have pajamas. I mean, I it's different now. We we had three kids, and I don't remember it being a thing. Like, mm-hmm. wearing Christmas matching pajamas. My kids had pajamas. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I got them at Target or some yeah. kind of little place. Right. But I don't remember it being a big deal. I think I just gave it to them. I don't think they opened it as a gift. That's what, that was my excuse for here's your gift on Christmas Eve. Because, oh. you know, kids talk, and they're like, oh, I get to open something Christmas Eve to you guys, you know, whatever. And so... I think my son came home with that one time and was like, you know, so-and-so gets, do I don't get to open anything on Christmas Eve. I'm like, I've got the perfect gift for you. And that's, that's what it became. It's like, well, he needs it anyway. Right. He's getting PJs anyway. Yeah. Get them the He's day before. He's not that thrilled anyway. When He's he not going to be excited about it. So there you go. The uh, contemporary Christmas tree. Do you know anyone that has like a super modern Christmas tree? Do you have a friend like that? No, I had a pink Christmas tree for a while those for the kids' cute, room. Though. Oh, those are cute. One of those, you know, foily kind. Yeah. And we used to put, and it had pink. Yeah. So no, but I did know somebody who used to put their Christmas tree upside down mm-hmm. in their house. There's we, a whole thing about that. We had an upside down Christmas tree in our dining room for years hanging from the ceiling. And it was some country that does it. Yes. Sweden, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it says something. But anyway, um, the yes, the, tr- the, the non-traditional sort of contemporary tree is a reflection on people that say they, you know, we like designer clothing. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I get that. Maybe, but maybe not. People who choose an artificial Christmas tree are methodical, procedural, and specific it's like a military operation at their house i'm like i don't Uh, agree with that at all no but i think the point is that you you planned it out pretty well and you want it something to be more you want to count on something right which is what i do why i like the the fake tree because i know what i'm getting every year i hate going to this lot and going, this is the perfect tree, and getting it home, and there's oh, this big old hole in the back. The well, it's in the front, but now we got to turn it to the back, <laughs> and now the front doesn't look that good. Right. No, I, I completely get I am a big supporter of the fake tree now. Especially, you see how gorgeous they are? My my fake tree, it, we like the flocked. Yeah. My kids love the flocked, so you got it for years, and we were getting real ones, and all that chemical and stuff just yeah. didn't make any sense. I did read a little article after our last conversation on, on air about fake cre- Christmas trees versus real mm-hmm. and how it affects the ecology and, you know, if it's good for the environment. Oh. And the point was of the thing, I didn't bring it to share, but the point was it only makes sense if you keep your tree, your artificial one, for a very long time. Sure. Because when you get rid of that eventually, yeah, for it to be processed in the ground or wherever it's going to go, 
so you need to keep it for a long time. I don't remember them saying a specific time. Yeah. But I kind of decided that my Christmas tree was pretty expensive mm. because it's an upfront expense. You're basically buying an expensive tree because Christmas tree lots with all of the stuff, like the Boy Scout lot yeah. by our house, it's yeah. expensive. It was like three or $400 it was a tree. Yeah. And so I figured if I just kept this tree for like six or seven years, it would pay for itself. Yeah, and it does. And it does. And now I, I don't have to put lights on it. They were already on it. It stores super easily. I mean, I... I'll keep mine. I felt like if I kept it for 10 years, I'm making money. The lights. Just putting the lights uh, on the tree alone. Worth it to buy an artificial tree and totally, have the lights already on there. Totally. Now, tell me this, Denise. Yes. I don't, I don't know if I've revealed this to you or not. No, oh, no. I can't believe I don't know everything about you. Did you know that we used to own and run a Christmas tree lot? No. <laughs> when? 95? Wow. 96? Where? In Redondo Beach. Really? Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was interesting financial times for real estate developers. Mm-hmm. 94 was a massive recession. And so there was, you know, there were just, there were, we, we were looking for creative ways to make money. So we had the shopping center that we had access to the parking lot. It was a large parking lot. And my husband, ever the entrepreneur, found out how to get Christmas trees shipped down from Oregon. Wow. And we had them shipped to that parking lot. And then we set up, he, of course, made a stand that we would sit behind or whatever. And we set up Did a, you work it? Yeah, I worked it. Wow. But we also used it as the scouts could come and do fundraisers. The, you know, someone, if they were looking for extra money, we, it was sort of stuff like that. If you needed a place to work at Christmas time and you wanted to earn a few extra bucks, you could come work at that um, Christmas tree lot. And we learned all about when the Christmas trees are cut. Long time before yeah. Christmas. Yeah. And so anyway, and you know, there was always this, well, I got stuck in the snow on the way down here. There was an accident on the way down. There was, I did it. You know, we always had to go pick them up. And there's a, there's a Christmas tree clearing lot that you have to go to. Really? To get, yeah. And, and all this, it was so, it was a fascinating business. And, but it was also really fun. Retail isn't great, but this retail was really fun because everyone's really happy yes coming to get their christmas tree and so it was very fun to sort of be a part of that and have young teenage boys around who you know help load it into the car and and you know get it on top of this guy's truck and strap it down for him or whatever and then there were those few times where they were like hey i don't have a truck can you guys bring this over to my house right and so you'd get to see the inside of some of these redondo beach homes Ooh, they yeah. did not disappoint oh good yes we had also you know my my love of short people. Oh yes, we had a, a short person who was a lawyer oh. who would come buy Christmas trees for himself and his mother every year, and he was one of the shortest dwarf people I've ever seen in my life. Like he was he was this tall. I don't even know how tall that is. But he drove his own car, and he, it was all outfitted and stuff. Wow. But he needed us to come to the sure. house and help him bring it in sure. and set it up. House was gorgeous huge huge home he was a very successful attorney wow and we got to know him over the years and that was just one of those fun benefits it's like you get to go into people's homes you'd never get to do that otherwise plus when people are happy and mm-hmm. you're providing almost a service yes they're happy that you're you've yeah. got a good tree for a fair price yeah. and you're doing a good service it was really fun that is really those fun. were good times so i was looking at like some of the things that we could talk about today and <laughs> yes <laughs> i was looking and i came across an article that was actually put on by a law group a law group a law group and i think it was because well it's 16 of the weirdest and craziest christmas crimes <gasps> yeah oh i'm only gonna I'm, I'm not gonna go through all 16 no give us give us a top few i'm here. going to okay so one of the ones was no beer prepared to be stabbed by a ceramic squirrel <laughs> now i didn't even need to keep reading That's i was a- already Y'all in. The headline is right. Enough. A woman in South Carolina stabbed a man on Christmas for coming home without beer. Oh, honey. Yes. You read that right. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. When officers confronted her, she tried to stay to say that he slipped and fell, <laughs> but couldn't explain her bloody hands and her clothes. Oh. <laughs> she was charged with criminal domestic violence. Side note, somewhere in South Carolina, there could be a bloody ceramic squirrel <laughs> sitting inside an evidence bag. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what happened was she came home. He said that he didn't have the beer. She picked up the ceramic squirrel. I do have a picture of the ceramic squirrel. So excited. 
And um, she basically hit him over the head with it, <gasps> broke the pieces, and then stabbed him in the arm and in the chest. Oh, with one of the pieces. Yes. Honey. Like, you need to get yourself together. It this is like- when you check yourself. <laughs> It sounds to me like she's already had too many beers, which might be why he didn't bring them home. It sounds to me like she might have some mental health (laughs) problems, and she's definitely an alcoholic. For sure. But I don't think he won't bring home the beer next time. I don't think that's... I think next time he's going to remember the beer. You think they're still together? You think they're still in love? I don't think so. It doesn't tell me in any of this article and all of these things, it doesn't tell us the year. So I'm not really sure. These are just... Just situational, general. yes. Sure. Okay, so um, a man nicknamed the Santa Claus burglar Uh-oh. was stuck in a chimney for six <gasps> hours while trying to escape the scene. Oh, wait, so, he went up the chimney? I think he went down. Maybe he was caught on top of the roof. Oh, and he's like, I'm assuming. Seattle firefighters Mm-mm. pulled the naked man. Nope. Yes, no. naked. No. For unclear reasons. <laughs> Man from the chimney after a neighbor reported someone screaming for help. The man claimed his friend, who presumably was also on the roof with, roof with him, tossed his backpack into the chimney and he was trying to retrieve it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure. Plausible. <laughs> Apparently, his clothes also burned up with were at, somewhere in the mix. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. His clothes were nowhere to be found. No, no, no. Was there a fire in that chimney? I don't think so. Okay. I think this was just a little play on yeah. words oh, okay, here. got it. Saying like, we can't explain where the clothes are or the backpack because we didn't find either one. We didn't find either one. I'm telling you right now, if I found a <gasps> naked man in my chimney. Oh. I, that's a problem. The, 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 I'd the, be pro- that's a problem. I can't. The, oh, the action I would display I would be the one getting arrested. Well, he was charged with residential burglary and burglary and a 17-month jail sentence. Uh, that seems appropriate. I would maybe th- more. I would think so cuz I don't know what he's doing naked on top of my roof and now in my chimney. Why is he naked? I don't know. You think he ditched the clothes as he was jumping down the chimney like this is going to help me go down the chimney quicker? I would think the opposite personally. I'd like to slide down and just in case it, I'm assuming the inside gonna, of a chimney is not going to be super it's smooth. It's not clean. It's no. not smooth. I don't think he was thinking about cleanliness at the time. I'm thinking he was on drugs. You know that a chimney doesn't go straight up and down. I know. This guy did not know that. We know, but burglars are dumb. <laughs> People are dumb. Uh, you want to hear another one? I absolutely do. Okay. It is safe to say that people associated associate with snow snow with Christmas. At least up here in New England, this is written in, there is something special about the bright and soft white powder being part of it. In this case, Santa brought snow, all right, but the snow, and this Mm -mm. is in quotation marks, was actually cocaine. No, no, no. Police in Rio de Janeiro found Santa dolls filled with cocaine and ornaments filled with marijuana. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing says Christmas like a little cocaine. (laughs) So here's here's a picture of uh, the little Santa dolls, and they're sitting there, and they oh. look like they're going to be in a lineup. They do. They're at a police station. They're getting booked and so read wait, their rights. These are being shipped into. They're the being US? shipped somewhere. They found them in customs, and they were full of cocaine. Nice. Hey, mm. no one's going to look in Santa. Why would you? Why he's would you expect Santa? He's a jolly old Saint Nick. Mm. The reason he's got a smile on his face because he's full of cocaine. He's a mule. Yeah, he's a mule. Exactly. Going bananas for snakes is the next one. Do you so, want to read a snake story? I had to. Okay. The man from this man from the Greater New Orleans area stole three snakes and a cash register from a local pet store. What? He claimed the snakes were a Christmas present for his son. Sure. A ball python and two boa snakes. In addition to the cash register <laughs> in addition to the cash register were missing when the owner opened up for business that day and he was charged with simple burglary was he caught i guess because he was charged okay you got that yeah you said that yeah snakes I, would he stick him in a pillowcase i don't know where'd he put them you got to transport him to your car down his pants i don't know Ugh. i'm making that up down i'm just making pants. that up no yeah no yeah you want to hear some traditions from around the world? I do. Okay. In Japan, you're going to like this. It it was a family tradition of ours for many, many years to get Kentucky Fried Chicken and go out on a Duffy boat and cruise around Balboa Island. On Christmas Day? On Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We did that many, many times. We don't do it anymore for whatever reason. 
Um, I guess we still could because we <laughs> borrowed our friend's Duffy boat. She's always down to just, yeah, take it, whatever. Yeah, and people decorate their boats. Yep. And, and of course, from the bay side, looking at houses, they're mm-hmm. very pretty. We saw Nicolas Cage once. Oh, wow. It, he, Did you was, offer him a little KFC? We didn't offer him KFC, but he was out fixing some Christmas lights. Aww. He was busy working. Mm. It was absolutely 100% totally him. You could not mistake him. Mm-hmm. We also knew it was his house. So we're like, hey. And we had my my brother and my nieces and nephews with us when they were younger. And we were like, that's Nicolas Cage's house. And someone goes, there's Nicolas Cage right there. And it was, <laughs> he was out there like, that's amazing. Screwing in some lights. Okay. But that's not, that's not the story I'm going to tell you. In Japan, they love KFC. Mm. I did not know this. Back in 1974, KFC released a festive marketing campaign in Japan. The seemingly simple slogan, I can't say this in, it's written out in Japanese and I can't, yeah. I, it's shocking to no one that I can't speak <laughs> Japanese, but the English translation was Kentucky for Christmas, Oh, which would make sense to us, but I don't know if it made much sense in Japan. It spawned a national tradition that still lives on to this day. Really? So 74... 84, 94. Uh So what is it? Almost 50 years? Mm -hmm. Okay. Although Christmas isn't a national holiday in Japan, families from all over the country head to their local KFC for a Christmas Eve meal. Really? That is simply KFC. It's got a wreath with the colonel poking his head through the wreath. Yeah. Oh, listen. American marketing. We've got it. We've got it all. Okay, so moving from Japan to Germany. We spoke last week about the pickle. Yes. That's a German Hiding thing. the pickle. Hiding the pickle. On a tree. It's good luck. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're going to have good luck for the next year? I think it does. Okay. The Christmas tree tradition embraced around the world today is believed to have started in Germany back in the 16th century. So it comes as no surprise that our continental cousins still have some unique customs relating to the festive pickle one of these is a hide the pickle somewhere within the branches of the tree and then give a gift to whichever child in the household actually finds it that's good no i've never done that i haven't either Mm -mm. we always have a pickle on the tree ceramic pickle yeah just you know and you just do it because it's fun that's that's the tradition but yeah i've never thought to give someone a treat because they found the pickle me either well okay some claim that the tradition may not be german at all one legend says that the christmas pickle originated in spain you couldn't get any different than germany right spain (laughs) what when two young boys were held as prisoners inside a pickle barrel oh my it goes on oh the heroic saint nicholas rescued the boys and brought them back to life either way a pickle on the christmas tree is a tradition that we can totally get behind. Oh, yeah. You're not buying the whole being held captive like I was no. taken Liam Neeson style and then held yeah. in a pickle barrel? No. St. Nick? No. Knock, knock, knock. No. no? No. Something's going on. All right. Um, let's go to Finland. Many homes in Finland come equipped with their own sauna. It's time for you to move I to know. Finland. The sauna is, is that's like the epitome of sauna. It's That's the perfect sauna place yeah. is in Finland. And at Christmas time, this cozy spot becomes a sacred space associated with long dead ancestors. Now, hear me out. On Christmas Eve, it's customary to strip naked and go down a chimney. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Strip naked and take a long, respectful stint in the sauna, which is believed to be the home of the legendary sauna elf, in quotes. Oh. So if I walk into my sauna and there's like a small person in there... I shouldn't lose my mind? No. Okay, great. That's good luck. Sure. Just like the pickle. Just like the pickle. If you find a little person in your sauna, it's like you win the prize. Oh, so you get to keep him for a year. You get to get a... Yeah, you get to open a present on Christmas Eve. (laughs) Because I found a little person. Yeah, that is your present. Oh my gosh, we've just insulted everyone. After the sauna session, (laughs) Finns head out to the evening celebrations while spirits of the ancestors take their place in the bubbling water oh, of your sauna. Nice. I like that. I, I think do that's, too. That's kind of fun. Sounds relaxing. This is a, this is another one that we have talked about before. I believe it's Kel- uh, Chelsea Christensen's mother. Now, this is Dutch, right? Yes. Leaving the shoes by the... Yes. Okay. So every year in the days leading up to the 25th of December, Dutch children place their shoes by the fire in hopes that Sinterklaas will fill mm-hmm. them with small gifts and treats in the night traditionally carrots are left in the shoes for Sinterklaas 
um, for their for of course his reindeer. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, but he has he doesn't have Dasher and Dancer and Blitzen. Mm. He has a white horse named Amerigo. Oh, that's I like it. Dutch. Okay, so but in the olden days, naughty children would receive a potato in their shoe Ooh, in lieu of a gift. Oh, instead of like coal. Yeah, that stocking. was the coal. That was the version of coal. <laughs> so uh, potato punishment is no longer considered an appropriate scare tactic. So I guess they're, they're a little more woke. The Dutch are like, no, we're not doing this anymore to our children. This is terrible. So. A potato's bad enough. Just a potato. I mean. It's terrible. Come on. It's abuse. If you get potato, you're crazy. You're, yeah, no. So a man was charged with a DUI and 18 counts of kidnapping and assaulting an officer after he was arrested during a South Carolina Christmas parade. What? He was driving a float full of children and adults okay. from a local dance studio while he was drunk. What? Yeah. Dude. People, a lot of these things happen and you're drinking. Yeah, that's There's true. a moral to the story. Yeah, okay. At one point during the parade, he pulled out to pass the truck in front of him and he sped down Main Street for over three miles. <laughs> oh, kids screaming. Running a red light in the process. Oh, no. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do, Don't that. do that. Don't do that. Do you guys... Um, do you ever do ex- gift exchanges? Yes, like fun gift exchanges. Yeah, like like do you ever go to parties where like mm-hmm. there's gift exchanges? Mm-hmm. Like a white elephant or What do you think a white elephant is? A white elephant is a gift that you um maybe wouldn't buy for yourself, but it has a little humor to it and it's fun and funny to receive. That's not what I think a white elephant is. What do you think a white elephant is? I think a white elephant is something that you give you you've already had it like i would bring this santa claus okay and i'd give it to somebody else like you bring a gift that you've already been given and you re-gift it a oh. used gift not a it's like it's like you went and you found something like we had a la luchador mask for years and we would save it because i when we needed to go to a white elephant gift i was going to bring that thing Okay, so you're talking about a used item. Yes. That's what white elephant is to Denise. Let me look it up right now. Okay, like there's a literal definition for white elephant gift, but I think people don't understand. And that's what the problem is. Like one year we were supposed to do this for our family and my sister-in-law said, we're doing a white elephant gift. So I assumed like I was going to, you know, wrap that pink elephant I have out there, that ceramic one that you think is so funny. It's so great. It's so great. Somebody gave that to me, almost like a white elephant, but she gave it to me and it was funny. I was going to bring something like that. And then I found out, no, there's like a $20 gift thing. And I'm like, that's not a white elephant. I think it is. I'm sorry. I hate to disagree with you right here on our very own podcast, but I think that's what it is. Okay, I'm going to see. Okay. She's looking it up. She's she's <clears throat> typing madly on her on her computer. What's it say? What's the definition of a white elephant gift? It says the the term white elephant refers to the extravagant impractical gift that cannot be easily disposed of. Yeah. The phrase is said to be from the perspective of a historic practice of the king of Siam. Oh. Um yeah, giving a rare albino elephant to courtiers who had displeased him oh. now each participant supplies one wrapped gift so they go through this whole thing of a white elephant i always thought a wild elephant was something that you just regifted. okay everybody has something different my point wasn't really to say what is the the proved definition of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was reading, we were talking last time about your love of Mariah Carey. Yes. They call her the Queen of Christmas now. Absolutely. Okay. Well, she was talking to People Magazine. And when the Queen of Christmas, um, she has a lot of holiday traditions. And they were asking her about a white elephant. And she did not know what that meant. She's such a diva. She's never heard of that. Okay. She's never heard of a white elephant gift. You would not invite Mariah Carey to your white elephant gift I would, because if she's bringing a used something, I would want it. Oh, you know, it's 100% cashmere, whatever it is. And diamonds. And diamonds encrusted. I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be perfect. But she doesn't know what it is, so it's a fail. Mariah Carey 54 opened to people in an exclusive interview about what what Christmas tradition she considers to be a sleigh. Oh. Or a nay. Sure. You know. 
And she enjoys celebrate that she enjoys celebrating herself while caroling and wearing matching pajamas mm. and opening one gift on Christmas Eve. There you go. That's her tradition. Sure. Are among the festivities that make up her Yuletime plans. She mm. admits that she's unfamiliar with the popular gift exchange known as a white elephant. Okay. She said she wanted to know. I don't know of said white elephant gift. This is in. Mm-hmm. This sounds Close. like her. Yes. Of said white elephant gift. Uh-huh. Can you tell me about it? Oh, brother. Mariah. Uh, after people explained the rules, the pop superstar and inquired if she had played it before. She said, no, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not a surprise. No. I mean, who's going to go, hey, let's get a $20 gift and fight for it until somebody's left with the one gift they don't want. And let's invite Mariah. I don't think she could even do that. No, she couldn't. There's just no way. She'd have to have the best gift. There isn't a gift good enough for Mariah at $20. She said, I'm always looking for a new game, something fun. She said, it's, it could be really fun. It could be. It yeah. is. Well, it is. Anyway, White Elephant isn't the only Christmas party tradition the pop icon put on her naughty list. Oh. Secret Santas are also a big nay for her. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's just like, why? I don't know, she said. The anonymous pr- gift exchange doesn't seem like something I would want to do. I had to bring that up because I know you love you some my little diva Mariah Carey. I love her. She can't do the white elephant i'm sorry mariah i yeah, you're missing out i won't invite you to my next white elephant <laughs> i have had several white elephant experiences that i would like to share with you right now if yes that's okay at a place i used to work now now wait a minute now that i'm saying this this falls right into line with what with what denise believes is a white elephant i we had a gift that we had gotten at a white elephant that we could not get rid of okay now for those of you who have children in the car turn it off or turn it down (laughs) real quick for just a sec it was a christmas coffee mug Mm -hmm. and in it was what i can only describe as a condom tree inside of it it was coming out like you know how you you would put something festive in a mug Mm -hmm. you know as as the gift a bunch of condoms it was a bunch of condoms but there was also greenery and some berries and then amongst that were these condoms and they they sort of fit in with it so when you first open it you're like oh what uh oh you know like you don't know what it is at first but they weren't used no 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 not at all not at all um it was all just sort of part of this gift it was funny when we received it and i kept it for i don't know how many years so this place that i worked at we i which shall remain nameless had a white elephant exchange i brought that <laughs> and it was imperative that no one knew who the gift was from or anything like that and they made it very clear that it, this was like secret santa white elephant no one could claim their gift etc i tossed this thing up there and <laughs> the head of hr got it and he slash she was furious really yeah they had to have known there could be something a little bit. It was the most off color of this, all the gifts. And this was a while ago. Yes, it was a while ago. And that would probably not fly at all now. I would have been fired immediately if <laughs> I had done that right tell. now. No, you can't tell. And she was trying, he, she was trying to figure out who it was because she was so mad. Yeah. Did she ever find out? Never he, found she out. Did she ever find out? He, she never found out. Mm-mm, never found out. Because... Uh, the the smart thing that I did, which is so unlike me, is that I didn't tell my coworkers that it was mine. And the other white elephant gift parties that we'd had before, which had, didn't have the same rules, they that the rules previous had been nothing over ten dollars. You know, it yeah. had been stuff like that. This one was a totally different white elephant gift party. For whatever reason, I had come into work a little bit late. I went straight to the party or whatever it was. I didn't have a chance to tell my coworkers, he he he, this is mine. So no one knew. And so when she starts having this reaction, I'm looking around just as shocked as everybody else. Like, what? What can They probably you never thought it was you. They never would have suspected me. To this day, they don't know it was me. That's I have hilarious. never admitted it. Well, now if they're listening. Then they get to know. Um, the, but the, the most successful white elephant gift that I got was a box of C's candy. The box had been opened <laughs> and someone had taken a cookie cutter. And taken a bite out of each candy. See, I'm telling you, this is what I'm talking That's about. That's hilarious. Because they came up to me later and they're like, those are all edible. Because I used a cookie cutter. They like showed me a little picture, you know, whatever. And I'm like, thank you so much. This is amazing. That's yeah. the best gift. Because now I've got a half a pound of C's candy. Because going to the store and just giving somebody a $20 gift. It's so it's, dumb. It's We don't need to exchange $20 gifts. We, we don't. don't. I don't even want to participate in them because they're mm. not fun. Make it fun. Exactly. Have you had a fun or funny white elephant that you remember? Um, 
we did a white elephant gift exchange for award Christmas party one year. Okay. I was in charge of it because I was the the party planner for the ward, and it was fun. That's where we got the Leluchador mask. Somebody brought it, and we got that. And I remember that other people brought. There was a guy that had a huge stuffed fish, like a, a yeah. like a bellfish. Yes. He brought that in. <laughs> that was it. I mean, it's the funniest thing. It's the things that you have in your house that you're like, oh. I'm going to wrap this thing up and take it to somebody. And they're going to be either shocked and awed, or they're going to laugh their ass off, or they're going to do both. Yes. Right? right? Which is what your condom That's cup was That's what my about. cup was all about. I mean... That's the best. Mariah, you're really missing out. Mariah, you're missing out on the good things of the world. You really, really are. Do you want some myth-busting Christmas facts? Yes. Okay. You know the abbreviation for Christmas is X and then mass? Yeah. And it seems like I was always raised with how disrespectful that is. Oh, really? Oh, yes. It's very disrespectful. Uh-huh. Uh, crossing out or... or Eliminated Christ. Eliminating Christ. Yeah, I get it. No, that's not it at all. Um, the X is the Greek abbreviation for Christ. Oh. That's an actual like abbreviation of the word Christ. For a Christmas to be officially classified as a white Christmas, a single snowflake needs to be observed following in the 24 hours of the 25th of December on the rooftop of the Met Office headquarters in the city of London. No way. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, I guess like who... Who watches that factoid? I don't know. Somebody does. Someone does. During the 20th century, there were only seven official white Christmases in the UK. The chances of a white Christmas in London this year, 6%. Oh, yeah. It's It's very low. It's not happening. It's very low. Ebenezer Scrooge's uh, famous line, Bah Humbug, almost never existed. Charles Dickens' initial choice was Bah Christmas. Mm. Bah Christmas instead of Bah Humbug. I don't know why he changed it. There's no saying why he changed it, but the original manuscripts of that story, it said Bob Christmas and he changed it. And humbug, what does that mean? It it doesn't have a meaning. It means it's associated with Scrooge. Other than that, well, no, no, no. I mean, if you're a humbug, I don't know. That's an interesting question. Like, what's the origin of the word? Which came first? I don't know. Charles Dickens or or that? Um, I was perusing about Christmas and some weird stories. And I came across something from Florida Uh you might like. Love it. Yeah. On December 8th of uh, 2023, which is just this year, Mm -hmm. a black bear in Florida. By the way, they have black bears in Florida. What don't they have? (laughs) Florida's trying to kill you. I'm just saying. I have never seen a black bear and I've been there a lot. Um, I don't think they're just walking down the street. Well, this one's in the front yard. Uh-oh. A black bear in Florida played Grinch to a Longwood family by attacking a life-sized reindeer decoration and dragging it from the yard. <gasps> Was he trying to mate with it? Yeah, I don't know. E- <laughs> EJ, I have a video. EJ Levin said his family was preparing for dinner when his wife alerted him of the spectacle unfolding outside. Mm. I didn't even see it. It wasn't until my wife called out and said, did you see what is happening outside? Mm -hmm. The family security camera recorded as the bear wandered up to the lit up to the light up reindeer. Mm -mm. It's like they were all there. Next thing you know, the cameras turns on and the bear comes in and paws it down. (gasps) Mm -hmm. The bear knocks over two of the deer decorations and drags one of them out of view of the camera. But Levin said it was later found at the end of the home's driveway with just a slight damage from the encounter with the bear. (laughs) Levin said the bear's visit has already become a classic Christmas memory for his family. The kids love it. As soon as I showed them, they were like, oh, my God, it's so great. (laughs) What? It's just they're just go crazy for it. He said, I see again, when you live in Florida, these kind of things don't phase you. No, no, you're just down for whatever happens. I mean, they're just glad it wasn't a crocodile or an alligator or some kind of venomous snake. Sure. Just a black bear. Whatever comes out of the the Everglades, you're just, just like playing with the two lit up reindeer. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Florida. Those Floridians. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Can you name all nine of the reindeer? Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen. Donner. But what did I say? Donder. <laughs> yeah. Donner Blitzen. But do you recall the, the most, most famous, famous reindeer, reindeer of all? Of all? His name is Rudolph. That's right. Okay, you you passed the test. You Thank got an A plus. I got an A minus. I said Donder. That's okay. You, you, your heart was in the right place. Now, are you ready to be blown away though? Yes. This is this is going to blow your oh mind. Oh my gosh. Edinburgh University professor Gerald Lincoln and David Baird told the UK's Telegraph, Santa's reindeer 
are not male. What? Only, I don't think you can say that anymore. Uh, oh, well, they we, don't. We're saying it right here. I'm on. identifying them as males because they have main male names. No, they don't. Donner is not a male name. How do you Blixen? Kn- Blitzen. Oh. <laughs> What I say, Blixton? I don't know what you said. Either way, you can be named anything. Do you, does Taylor have to be a boy? No. Taylor's a girl or a boy. Cameron is a boy or a girl. You can have any name you want. Let me explain to you why this has scientifically been proven. Only female reindeer still have their antlers in December. Oh. Mm-hmm. So the male of the species, species shed their headgear before mid-December. So the ladies are getting it done. Got it. The women are making sure that Santa gets everywhere he needs to be. That that doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise you? No. No. So, and they they do... Of course, we have to do all the work. (laughs) Just saying. We have to bring home the bacon and deliver the presents. Just saying. Oh, Denise. Okay. So, I... Listen... You, we can argue over gender all we want, but we here on Two Average Girls, <laughs> uh, we believe in, in traditional gender roles. And now this Santa Claus has just thrown a, a wrench into it because who knew all who this knew? time they were they were women. Who knew? Getting it done. Who knew? Yep. A woman boasted to her neighbors that she had the best Christmas tree in the world. Uh-oh. That Christmas tree, in quotation marks, was actually a giant marijuana plant. Oh, my gosh. Police in Chile found 21 cannabis plants, 29 bags of other drugs, and two shotguns in the woman's house. And apparently (laughs) the authorities had been investigating her for months, but didn't actually expect to find the marijuana plant being used as a Christmas tree. No. She had it decorated and everything. She did? Oh, yeah. She had like little balls hanging off it and stuff? Said it was decorated. (sighs) Honey. Listen, you got to work with what you got. No, it's true. Have you ever been around a marijuana plant? Um, no, I can't say I have. Have you? I have. Oh. I won't say how or why. Okay. But you were like in, not contact with, but you were in a room with a marijuana plant. I was in contact with it and I was in a room with it. It smells like skunk. Well, yeah, marijuana is disgusting. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's disgusting. Was it, it doesn't smell good. Was it decorated? No. Okay. It was not decorated. Was it being grown for the specific purpose of using the yes, marijuana? Absolutely. Were you in college? I was. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> it was just yesterday, but yeah, yeah no. <laughs> you smell yeah. that smell? Mm, no, yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, I get that. Stuff like that happens in college. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It wasn't my house. I No, it was somebody I, else's I wasn't house. my plant. No, no, no. It was, there were, there were marijuana plants when I was in college too, and I think people didn't know what to do with them. They thought it was just going to give them some sort of street cred. Well, these people... Were, they knew what was up. They were baking their own, you know, they were drying it out and everything. They what, were, like in the oven? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was an option, but hey, you got to go with the, what you got. It worked. So do you know when the candy cane originated? When? Yeah. No, when? 1670. That's a long time Did ago. They have sugar in 1670. What's <laughs> happening in 1670? I'm just according to history.com, the cho- the choir master of the the Cologne Cathedral oh, in Germany. I've been to that. Gave the red and white sugar sticks to young singers to keep them quiet during the living crash tradition on oh, Christmas Eve. Oh, I love it. Back in 16 16- 70. The wonderful life that you hate so much, the cynical person that you are, it's a wonderful life. Just you'll like to know this. It was a box office flop. I'm not surprised because it's a real bummer. The Enduring Christmas Classic initially bombed at the box office. It wasn't until 1974 when its copyright expired and television networks could air it for free that it con- that it cemented its place as one of the most beloved Christmas movies of all time. Hmm. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. Sorry. I don't mean to, I don't mean to be a bummer, but I I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you ever have an advent calendar? I do. Mhm. I have fun. one right now. Do you? Mm-hmm. What what is when you open it? What's behind the door? It actually isn't that type. It is got a little place for sweets or oh. something that you could put in there and I have candy canes in mine this year. I usually put chocolate in them, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to be tempted to eat them. Yeah, as you're walking by and I don't like candy canes that much. Oh, you don't? No. 
Oh, a little known factoid about Denise at Christmas. Just saying, they might have started in the 16th century, but, or the 15th century, or the 17th century, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. It's 17th late. century, um, oh. but it wasn't for me. Oh. You know, back then, they probably tasted really good, because they didn't have a lot to choose from. Now, mm-hmm. if I'm going to, if I'm going to go for the calories. Yeah, it's not going to be with a candy cane. No. I get that. So advent calendars have their roots in the 19th century. So we're moving up just a bit. Um, When German Protestants started taking creative steps to mark the days leading up to Christmas by ticking off chalk marks Mm. on walls or doors or lighting candles, placing straws in the nativity crib. That's cute. So you put, you know, a little bit of straw for 25, Mm -hmm. 24 days. And then on day 25, jesus appears oh yeah so that's cute also that's the other thing is we've we've we don't have jesus in our nativity he's he's not there until the 24th it's a good idea it's just i don't know i had somebody from work make me a large creche or a little thing for baby jesus large meaning the size of this table yes yes this is the first year i haven't put it out where I usually is he? put it out and i don't know where the the creche is i don't i can't <gasps> find it but I usually put it out front. It's got the straw in it. And I have a little star that hangs over it. Yes. And on Christmas Eve, we put Jesus in it. It's the cutest thing. I didn't even notice when I drove up that it's, it's not, not out there. there. I couldn't find it this you year. You can't find it. Mm-mm. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Next year. Next year, it'll happen. It'll be good. It'll be great. Mm. That's the thing. Don't The expectations have to meet. The reality. Think? Yeah. Yes. We can do that. We hope you have a terrific Christmas. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas to all of you. Thank you so much for joining us yet another year. We're going to be going on year three. Yes. Coming up here. So um, we're grateful for you guys. We are. And uh, hope you have a terrific holiday season, whether you're celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah. We're glad you're with us. And um, we look forward to getting in contact again with you next year. 2024 is going to be the best yet. That does it for this edition of... Two Average Girls podcast. Go ahead, rate, review, and subscribe as, as your Christmas gift to us. Um, and be sure and give us a follow on Instagram, Two Average Girls podcast. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We'll see you next time. And Merry Christmas. Episodes of Two Average Girls are free wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button on the Two Average Girls main page so you never have to go searching for new episodes. Our editor is Aiden Bloomstein. Our social media producer is Samantha Stone. And original music for Two Average Girls is by Jason Fries. <laughs>